Hey, it's Mailbag Monday on Locked on Angels, and you shared some of the moves that you would make to make the Angels a whole lot better in 2023. And you also asked, since Perry's in this trading mood, what shortstops are available for a trade? And one of the questions that we really appreciated was, are the casual fans getting on your nerves too? It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked on Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, darn those casual fans. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. Both of those are really, really beneficial. And those watching on YouTube, let us know that you're here with a like, a comment, and make sure that you're subscribed to the show. And don't forget to click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Hey, we appreciate you being here with us for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Mike, it's our favorite day of the week because as lifelong Angel fans and the hosts of Locked on Angels, we get to answer our fellow Angel fans' questions because it's Mailbag Monday. If you ever want to get in our mailbag, you can get at us at Locked on Angels on Twitter, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram, and of course, you can call our voicemail line. That is in the episode description always and forever. In fact, we actually have a voicemail, Mike. Let's get right to it from Frequent Comment and listener Scott Freeman. Guys, this is Scott Freeman. Love the show. You're doing amazing. Here's what I would do to round out the team. Love your opinion. Shortstop, Elvis Andrus, two years. Uh, Release pitcher, Andrew Chafin, uh, probably two years. Number six, starting pitcher, Zach Eflin. He can also switch off with Suarez. They can be swinging in the pen because my last move is that you trade Renjifo and probably still Seth, perhaps more if he takes it, for Tyler Glasnow. Love your opinion. Thanks, guys. Scott, thanks for sending in your voicemail and your suggestions. How about that? He said Elvis Andrews, Zach Eflin, Andrew Chafin, and making a trade for Tyler Glasnow of the Rays, probably using Chase Silseth and Luis Renjifo. Mike, why don't you start with... Elvis Andrews. What do you think about that suggestion? Am I the only one that doesn't like Elvis Andrews? I don't know what it is <laughs> about Elvis Andrews. I don't know if it's because he was like a rival for so long and with the Rangers yeah. and with the A's, but there's something about Elvis Andrews where I'm like, man, I just wouldn't trade for him at all. And and maybe I'm just biased or I just don't like him, but that's the only thing in this voicemail that Scott left. And Scott, thank you for calling That's the only thing that I don't like. I don't like Elvis Andrews. (laughs) Everything else, I love. I love that he addresses the bullpen. I love that he addresses the starting pitcher. I think Tyler Glass now is a gem. I think he's going to be somebody who is going to bounce back this next season. My Mm -hmm. only caution with anybody from the Rays, and we've talked about this before, Johnny, is whenever you get somebody from the Rays, there's something about Tampa Bay where they like... They make it look good, and then when you get them, they're not that good, right? Like, it looks beautiful from a distance, and then when it gets close to you, you're like, oh, it's actually really ugly. (laughs) You buy buy a used car from your neighbor, and as soon as you get in the car and drive away, the AC stops working. That actually happened. I sold my very first (laughs) car to a family friend, and the AC stopped, like, the day after. That's never happened to me in the history of the car, and then that happened. Yeah, let me talk about Andrews a little bit. Go for it. Uh, the The hitting hasn't been as strong as it was with Texas, especially in recent years. But here's the weird thing. This year, in 106 games with the A's, he hit 237. Then he got sent over to the White Sox. In 43 games, he hit 271 
with the White Sox. So he yeah. played 149 games. He played 146 in in 2021 with the A's. Mike, the only thing that that fielding percentage uh, doesn't scream good defense to me. I, right. I think his best defensive years are are in the past. Uh, he's got a negative four defensive runs saved on the year. Wow! Uh, as a shortstop in 2022, man, he had negative. Negative 10 and 21, dude. Let me just say this about him offensively. The only positive that I can see is he did trend up as he played with the White Sox. Yeah. And I know it was a, a small sample size, just 43 games, 191 plate appearances. But his, his, his stats were better than when he was with Oakland. So that is a benefit. And that's something I think the Angels need to pay attention to with whomever they bring in, because if you Mm -hmm. watch somebody who's crashed in the second half, how they end will be how they start with us. And so I think that's something to pay attention to. It is the defense though, John, that really would concern me with his negative defensive run saved. And you take somebody like squid shortstop, who's fantastic. And then slide in Elvis Andrews. And we're going to notice that it it almost feels like who's the shortstop Jose Iglesias that we had Mm -hmm. a couple years ago, right? Like a great bat. But his defense was like, what's he doing? Where's he throwing that to, right? It was really frustrating. Here's the other thing about Andrews. Uh, You look at the low end with Oakland, 237, and the high end, a 271 batting average. Mm -hmm. That's that's David Fletcher. That's who you get, David Fletcher, with a better glove at defense. The worst worst you get with Fletcher is 237. The best you might get is 271, 275, 280 with Fletcher. I'd rather roll with him. Yeah, slide him over. Sure. Uh, Andrew Chafin is somebody that I was like, let's get him. And then we didn't get him. Uh, And while we were still good and we were talking about relief pitching, that was somebody that I was looking at too. Mike, he uh, last season in 2022 with the Tigers, he had a 283 ERA. He was in 64 games in relief. He had three saves, pitched 57 innings or 57 and a third inning. Yeah. And I like this stat, the ERA plus 134, which means he's about 34% better than the rest of uh, league average, basically. So right. uh, Andrew Chafin, somebody that I, I really like. I, I believe he's a lefty, isn't he? And he so is a lefty, he yeah. would... He would support because uh, Aaron Loop's kind of our only lefty option, and as far as I can remember, I think is Quijada a lefty as well. I'm trying to Quijada remember. Quijada is a lefty, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So hey, I like Andrew Chafin. He's a free agent. He could yeah. uh, sign another one year deal. He seems to like that sort of thing. Yeah. What about what about Zach Eflin? Now Zach actually was an interesting player for the Phillies last year because he he did start 13 games, but yeah. in the playoffs he ended up becoming like a key bullpen piece and came in in like really high pressure situations and so I mean I know that we're trying to win in this next season but the reason why I I'm intrigued by him is because what if what if we did get him and he ended up becoming somebody that was our eighth inning guy or maybe even our Hmm. ninth inning guy because he he looked fantastic in the playoffs. Wasn't lights out, but looked really fantastic. And I thought really handled himself well when the pressure was on. Yeah. And the, uh, the FIP, the fielding independent pitching gives you a better look at kind of what he has on offer. He had a 356 FIP in 2022, and that's lower than his 404 ERA, which means yeah, he's about a half a point unlucky, right? Yeah. If he were to just get outs based on how well he pitched, 
He'd be about a three and a half ERA kind of guy. So that's Zach Eflin in a nutshell. How about, <laughs> I know you love Chase Silseth. Yeah. How about Silseth and Renhifo for Glass now? You know, I, I think if you can get a healthy Tyler Glass now, again, like I said, I think he's a gem. And I think that he could be somebody that could slot in as our number two starter, John. I think mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's Otani and then Glass now and then Tyler Anderson. And then you've got your boy, Patrick Sandoval, and my boy, Reed Detmers, and then you have Jose Suarez. I I think that that's a really great starting rotation. Mm -hmm. It it actually causes those people that are like, hey, we need need starters. It it would shut their mouth real quick because (laughs) that would be a great starting rotation. Again, it all determines on if Glasnow is healthy, and he did pitch a little bit last season coming back from, was it Tommy John surgery that he had? And yeah. so he did come back and pitch well for that. So as much as I like Silseth and as much as I'm a fan of Renhifo, I think you're 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 selling high with both of those guys because Silseth had a great minor league season, not so great major league season. So uh, I'd be in for that. I think I think our buddy uh, Scott is onto something here. Let's go to a voicemail about the infield right now. Hey guys, it's Ruben Rosas again. I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on a couple players that uh, kind of intrigued me. They're not just sexy players, not just sexy picks. They're just consistent and average. And I think average is an improvement. Wondering about your about Ahmed Rosario and IKF from the Yankees. If we could just get their average season, it's already an improvement from what we had with Andrew Velasquez last year. Um, anyway, thoughts on those two. Again, love the show. You guys did an amazing job. Ruben Rosas, thank you for your voicemail. Mike, I like those suggestions, especially yeah. Ahmed Rosario. I actually don't think that's a unsexy pick. I think that's actually a very sexy pick. Yeah. <laughs> and that would require a trade. Right. Yeah. You get a really good bat looking at his stats. I mean, the guy has been pretty consistent over his career. It yeah. would be the fielding that would be the question again, John. As you look at his numbers, he's he's really struggled in the, in the years past. Now, he did have three defensive runs saved and improved defensively this season. His fielding percentage was a bit low for a shortstop, but I... I like his bat, and and he seems to always be in the heat of things as he's as he's on a team, right? He's always up when you need him to come up, and he always seems to get a hit when you need him to get a hit. So he had six six defensive runs saved, actually. Oh, he did have six. I saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So look at that. Here I am. Ch- I'm cheating him. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah kiner falefa did sign a six million dollar contract with yeah. the Yankees, but Yankee also, fans were not thrilled. <laughs> yeah, they were not thrilled, and and that to me is the unsexy pick that's the under the radar you need somebody to do their job and with 10 defensive runs saved in 2022 wow and a 970 fielding percentage yeah that's a uh, like you said for for a shortstop 970 is not typical it's a little down there but um those would certainly be interesting options i think that going after ahmed rosario would be worth it he's got one more year on his contract somebody who can also play the outfield if you need him to and definitely a bat that started out slow last season. I know because I had him on fantasy <laughs> and uh, and picked it up toward the end of the season. Started to look like the Ahmed Rosario that we're all used to. Well, coming up on Locked On Angels, are we overlooking David Fletcher for our starting shortstop next season? We're going to talk that through. But first, Johnny, Locked On Angels is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. 
Of course, you got the NFL, you got the NBA, you got soccer, you got the World Cup going on right now, and BetOnline.net even has eSports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, if you want to get into some betting podcasts, BetOnline has those as well. They're the, always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. John and I appreciate you making Locked On Angels your first listen today. Now for your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insight only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Mike, we got a a jokester on our voicemail, and he's got a (laughs) response to our making the case about Kodai Senga. Let's check it out. What's going on, John? Mike? Catch any fresh? <laughs> Funny, huh? Uh, my name is Marcus. I'm calling from West Palm, Florida. I just watched your podcast. I absolutely think that you should, uh, the Angels should invest in that guy. Uh, show is only going to be around one more year if they can win. If they can't win this year, show is out. And bringing a countryman in uh, may ease the tensions for the countrymen, may guide him a little better. So I think he should go to the Angels. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Marcus from West Palm, Florida. Thanks for giving us a call and leaving your voicemail. And uh, yeah, we have caught some fresh lately. We've never heard that (laughs) joke before. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, you know, that's a big point that after we did our episode that I got to thinking about, we were like, we didn't really mention the the Shohei Otani connection or the fact that they're both Japanese pitchers and and Shohei would be able to welcome Kodai Senga into the organization and maybe make that transition a little bit easier for him. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think that that is one of the bonuses, one of the pluses, right? And I think that there's a lot when it comes to Kodai coming onto this team. Culturally, it would probably be an easier transition for him. I think the piece that I was just stuck on is the financial piece. How much are they going to have to invest in this guy? And there's an unknown that comes with him. And I get that there was an unknown with Shohei Otani, but Shohei was much younger, so he was a, a better risk, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, Kodai's 29, and he's mm-hmm. he's coming into this season. It'll be his year 30 season, and there's yes. always going to be some regression as you get older, plus there's going to be some regression coming from Japan to the United States. We shared some of those stats on that show about Kodai, so I'm still a bit hesitant. I think that there are some other moves, like the Tyler Glass now move. I think that could be a really great move, and and going and maybe making some strategic trades that could bring some really great players in, and it won't break the bank. I love this message from James Russell Barton on Instagram. He said for Mailbag Monday, I am so frustrated with the casual fans saying we need a ton of pitching still. Like, Same. No. <laughs> we need, we, and he says, we need a couple of arms, maybe a closer, bullpen arm, maybe one more starter. Our starting pitching was spectacular last year. For once, the Angels' problem isn't pitching. The amount of young arms we have is awesome. That being said, we need to fill those following roles. Closer, relief pitcher, starting pitcher, and shortstop. Who do you guys like to fill those roles? What's your hope? What's your expectations? Also, do you think that the Angels will use either Renjifo or Fletcher as trade pieces? So far, all of Perry's moves have been with minor leaguers. James, thank you for bringing this up because it's something that we desperately need to talk about. And I feel like Locked On Angels listeners and viewers, such as yourself... 
<laughs> probably know that pitching is not the problem right. this season. Right. And from where I see most of those complaints, every time we make a move or we traded the four the four pitchers that we traded to get Urshela and Renfro, everybody said, well, why are they trading away all their pitching? Right. And, and my right. favorite place to go is Angel's Facebook because those people haven't watched an Angel game in like 10 years. And they're like, <laughs> yes, we need to. It's Socha's fault. Fire Socha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All of that yeah. to say, Mike, I think the expectations for the Angels in terms of who's going to fill the roles for the bullpen, I actually think that we have a lot of bullpen options in-house. I think Andrew Wance, Austin Warren, yep. Chris Rodriguez, I think those three guys are going to be a big part of the bullpen this season. You might see Ben Joyce come up from the minors and get a shot. We'll see how he does in spring training. We've talked about Sam Bachman, who has been working as a starter for the Trash Pandas, but might actually work as a reliever. Those are my thoughts. What do you think about the situation? Well, we're going to tease this out a little bit uh, later this week, and so I'm excited about that conversation. But quickly, John, I think that looking at this list that James sent us, I agree with him. Closer, relief pitcher, starting pitcher, shortstop. I actually think if we don't make a move for shortstop and we have David Fletcher play shortstop, I'm going to be I'm going to be satisfied with that because that hmm. means that Louis Renhifo and Gio Urshela are going to be rotating with them at second and shortstop mm-hmm. and then throw in Levon Soto and then don't forget about Squid. I think that there's mm-hmm. some depth there and I think that a healthy David Fletcher is going to make us totally forget about anybody else that's out there right now. A healthy David Fletcher with no shift either. Yes, absolutely. That's going to make a huge difference. That's going to be a huge key, I think, to this next season for for every hitter. I saw a stat, just a sidebar, I saw a stat that 40% of left-handed hitters, when they hit into an out last year in the shift, that would have been a hit wow. in, in this next season. So that's going to benefit guys like Jared Walsh, and it's going to benefit guys like Shohei Otani. I actually think that the, the biggest moves that Perry needs to make now is let's solidify that bullpen. Yeah. And and let's get maybe one arm, maybe two arms. And I don't think we need a dominant closer. I, hmm. I think that the human glitch actually might be somebody, Jimmy Herget, hmm. we could actually rely upon and maybe not necessarily give him full reign. But I think to start the season, I wouldn't be surprised to see him as our closer. But I would love to see that be solidified, fortified. I don't necessarily think we need another starter unless it's somebody that we can get for a really good price or maybe through a really great trade. But I really like the moves that he has made. And I think that the fortification now to to solidify this team would really be to either come out and say, Austin Warren, Andrew Wentz, these are the guys we're going with, or to get maybe one really strong arm to help this bullpen be all that it can be. Yeah, AJ Ramos, 0214, kind of had a question along this vein. And he said, how much of an impact will the young arms and the minors have toward the bullpen? Yeah. Assuming we don't sign a closer who gets that spot. AJ, we're going to have all of that answered for you on another edition of Locked on Angels. We're going to get right into the bullpen this week, so look forward to that. Mike, last question for this segment. Connor Vogel, 750, says, do you guys like Bassett or Lorenzen more for the rotation? Which one makes more sense? What do you think? If they're willing to spend money, then I think Chris Bassett would make more sense because he's got Mm -hmm. more of an experienced arm. He's got more of an Mm -hmm. experienced career. And I think he slides in probably third in that 
in that rotation. If you get Lorenzen, I think Lorenzen's five or six, right? And mm-hmm. he only had one season last season of being a starter, and it wasn't a co- complete full season because he was hurt. And so mm-hmm. I think that if you're going to want to spend the money, then get Chris Bassett. But if you want to save some money, I think they could get Lorenzen for maybe $7 million to $9 million, $10 million. What do you think? Yeah, if, if we're going to go the what-makes-sense route, it's going to be the cheaper option at this point because the Angels surprisingly, have set a new record for payroll in a season with $191 million so far. Remember, the luxury tax is $233 million, so they're not that far away. They've got a little bit of room to make some moves and maybe bring in a few more pieces to round out this roster, which is the route I would rather go rather than, you know, cannonballing all in on, on one big position. Yeah, yeah. However, I mean, those four shortstops are still out there, so... The- you, you, know, you, you won't convince me otherwise that that will be a bad thing for us if we get one of those guys. But at the same time, I think the the smart, financially savvy move is to spread the wealth and use the rest of those dollars to round out the rest of the team for 2023. Well, today's show is brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. During the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts, they spike nationally. And it's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families like yours can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Simply Safe is a home security system with HD security cameras for inside your house and also outside of your house. They also offer you advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, being safe is convenient and easy. You can stay in complete control of your system anytime and anywhere. You can arm and disarm your house. You can unlock your front door for guests. You can access your cameras. You can even adjust your system settings so that when you get notified, it's because somebody drove by, or if you don't want to know that, then you can move your settings in. It's fantastic. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that Locked On recommends get 50% off. You know that you need that, especially during the holiday season when you're spending money and buying gifts. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so do not wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. And there's no safe like Simply Safe. Mike, we've got one more voicemail for this week. Here we go. Hey, guys. This is Brandon from Virginia. Um, I have a question. I was wondering what you guys think uh, about this Zach Neto. With the potential signing of a big-time free agent shortstop, I'm thinking maybe like four to five years, what do you guys think that would mean for Zach Neto? Do you think they would still have him as a shortstop and come up in the next couple years to help back him up, or do you think they would – train him in, let's say, second base to back up Ranjifo or Fletcher in case they went down for something or just they need, like, a rest day? Or do you think they could use him as a possible trade piece if they like how the infield is going? Again, I'd like for, you know, your opinions on this. Uh, Love what you guys do, and thank you, and have a great day. Brandon from Virginia, thank you for giving us a call and leaving us a voicemail. Mike, we got listeners in Florida and Virginia. I love it. This is great. Locally, this is awesome. So, Brandon, really appreciate your voicemail. You know what I think? I believe that Zach Neto 
will be either a shortstop or a second baseman, depending on the need, when the Angels need him and when he is able to play on the major league roster. You know, he is a number one pick. If if there was ever a situation where the Angels had to use him to to get the final piece of the puzzle for a playoff team, maybe he's used as a trade piece, but I really think they like what they see in Zach Neto. That's why he got moved up to double A so quickly. Right. There a lot of people talk about that huge leg kick that might not play in the majors, but if it's working for him right now, we'll see how the coaches help him develop in his young career. Remember, he just got drafted this year right. and was on double A. So, yeah, we're, we're already impressed with him. But when it comes to the minor leagues, most guys who play shortstop will also figure in to be a second baseman. So that's why I say right now it's it's fluid, right? It's up in the yep. air. Yep. Second base, shortstop. And, and a lot of the guys who come up from the minors playing one or the other will end up playing one or the other in the major leagues. What are your thoughts on Brandon's voicemail about Zach Neto, Mike? Yeah, I think I think you're 100% correct. I, I think that any signing of any shortstop, especially if it's a big name, we did a segment on this actually a couple weeks ago where we talked about how nothing's going to get in the way of Zach Neto if he's actually going to be a superstar player, right? They're going to mm-hmm. make room for him, and they're going to figure it out. Remember when Mike Trout came up, we had Torrey Hunter in center field, and so they, they had to yeah. figure out where to put Mike, but he was a center fielder, and then eventually Torrey's like, Put him in center field. I'll, I'll play right yeah. field, you know, and, and that's that's the humility of that superstar. And I think the same thing would happen no matter what happens with the Angels at shortstop. Johnny, speaking of trades, our, our friend mm-hmm. Aggie Nicky uh, on Instagram asked this question. What's your hot take? Hot take. Going into the mm. winter meetings, their hot take is that Perry makes a trade for a top 15 shortstop. What do you think? I like that. I mean, he's been making trades and finding a way to make this team affordable and useful. And, you know, it kind of makes you wonder, is Artie still pulling the strings? Or the fact that they have the highest payroll they've ever had, it means he's not pulling the strings. Who knows what's going on? The hot take that Aggie Nikki gave us trading for a top 15 shortstop. I think that could happen. I believe yeah. that. What's what's your hot take going into the winter meetings, Mike? I think hot take is that we're going to see another trade, and I don't I, I don't have an idea of what position it might be, but I think it'll either be a starting pitcher or a bullpen piece, and I think it might be maybe two bullpen pieces. I, I could see us making a really creative trade and using some of our minor league assets to bring in a couple of pitchers instead of signing pitchers at at a really high cost. I think what Perry has shown is that he's going to get really creative because who who saw Hunter Renfro coming, right? Nobody yeah. saw that. And who saw Gio Urshela coming? Nobody saw that. So I think Perry Perry's cooking and he's going to mm-hmm. be cooking at the winter meetings and maybe even before that. Maybe he'll be done by the winter meetings when they get here. You know what? My hot take, I'm going to I'm going to jump on the hot take bus with Scott Freeman and say we're going to trade for Glass now. Oh, let's go. That's what I'm going to say. Let's, let's go. I Tyler love that. Glass now, future Halo. Johnny, our next question is from Curly Dri- Curly Dizzle 37. I like that. Uh, are the Angels looking for a veteran catcher to help, or is Logan Ohapi and his era, his his championship catching material, <laughs> is he is he here? Is is it now Logan Ohapi's team? It's the Logan Ohapi era, baby. Yep. It's uh, Ohapi all the way. Trying to think of an Ohapi pun right now, but it's just not coming to me, so I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's going to be Stassi and Logan Ohapi figuring to be the starting catchers. And then you have uh, Matt Thice as well, yep. just in case you need him. And they also brought back... Chad Wallach. Chad Wallach, yep. thank you. The guy who caught 
Reed Detmer's no-hitter. Um, he's also in a minor league deal. So they have some catching options now, but you're going to want to roll with Logan Ohapi uh, and Max Stassi this season. Hopefully Stassi can turn it around and get back to his numbers before this season. Right. And Marcus Timms and our, our coaching staff actually work with him to get him right. <laughs> yeah, I think Logan Ohapi will be the starter. And, and the reason why I yeah. think that is because I was watching the MLB Network, and when they talked about the Angels starting lineup, they had Ohapi <laughs> starting. And yeah. usually on MLB Network, they're they're pretty accurate, right? Like so, I mean yeah. that's that's not. I didn't do a deep dive. I didn't do any research, but I I think that he actually is going to be the guy that's going to be behind the plate more often than Max Stassi. And on that note, I think that you'll continue to see Shohei and Stassi work together. Yes, I oh, think yeah. that those two work He'll very be his personal well together. Catcher. Yeah. Yes, I think that's what you're going to end up seeing. Yeah. Um, now, last question of the day. Matt Benigno says, all right, with all the Angels, all the moves the Angels have been making, signing Tyler Anderson, Jacob Webb, and deals to acquire Ur- Urshela and Hunter Renfro, a.k.a. Mike Trout Jr., hmm. what is the next realistic move to go after, and who should it be, Mike? Well, I think it's going to be a a bullpen piece or it's going to be a starting pitcher. I don't think that we're mm. going to see a, a shortstop immediately. I think that he's going to address uh, address the bullpen. And so I, I think that the names that we've talked about on this show would be great options. I, I would say, just to throw a caveat out there, if he does make a move for a shortstop, Johnny, the stats on Tim Anderson are mm. actually comparable to some of the big-name shortstops that are out there. In the last three mm-hmm. years, he has a higher OPS than Dansby Swanson, and he only wow. trails Trey Turner and uh, Carlos Correa by a couple of points in OPS. Mm-hmm. And his mm-hmm. number for next year is 12.5, and then he has a $14 million option for the next season. That's actually wow. a really, really good deal. So I'd be curious to see if the Angels would make that trade, if the White Sox would make that trade, because they did just sign your buddy, Mike Clevenger. <laughs> I know. I was disappointed. My pitch didn't work to Clevenger. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, Tim Anderson's a, a good option, but I, I don't think the White Sox would want to get rid of him. I'm going to say I think the Angels need to solidify this rotation and go after whoever they're going after for starting pitching. And if it's Lorenzen, let's get that out of the way. Let's lock that up. They're going to make a trade, though. Like I said, hot take, winter meetings. Tyler Glass now coming to the Angels. Can't wait to hear that on MLB Network. Uh, John Morosi, give it to me. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. Now, for your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. They're sharing some of the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and, of course, the take of the day. They're available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, be sure to give us a follow at Locked On Angels on Twitter and, of course, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. You can connect with Mike and I there. Hey, Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Well, Angels, Angels Twitter, Angels World was was shook when Buster Olney said the pitching starved Angels <laughs> traded away three pitchers. Right. So the question that we're going to address tomorrow is: Are the Angels really starving? For pitching. This is a narrative that's been mentioned multiple times, and John and I are going to tell you why it's wrong 
and how it's up to the angels to prove it wrong. That's tomorrow on Locked On Angels. Cannot wait to have that Cannot conversation. Wait. And once and for all, we're going <laughs> to save our halos from this pitching narrative. All right. So we hope you'll join us for that one. Until then, my name is John and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother, John. That's going to do it for this Monday mailbag edition of Locked On Angels. And we'll see you right back here for more Halo Talk tomorrow.